Hi, I'm Dan Krinas, host of the Leader of Learning podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. You're listening to the Ed Curation Podcast. We bring you stories from educational leaders about the instructional resources, practices, and movements that are reshaping learning. I've had at least 15 students who have increased more than four grade levels. He used theater as a tool to make great human beings. My expectations are high for all of them. One of the things that I really love about teaching is the fact that every day is sort of unique and different and strange. This is Christy, your host, and we are especially grateful to our guest today, Wendy Young, because she took time out during her honeymoon to speak with us. Her honeymoon, y'all. That's how strongly she feels about the resource she came to share with us today called Talking Points. And let me just say right up front that beyond how amazing this resource is, one of the things that will interest you about it is that it has one of our favorite characteristics. It's free. Wendy has seen a lot of things come and go in her time because she has been an educator for 26 years. I started out as a first and second grade teacher, moved to fourth grade, and then I worked for the state of Kentucky as a highly skilled educator, supporting schools with low test scores. Wendy then became an elementary principal for 10 years, but wanted to do more, so went back to school for her doctorate in K-12 leadership and cooperative learning. You might imagine that she then stepped into a district leadership role like director or assistant superintendent or something like that, but you'd be wrong. I am currently teaching fifth grade in Lexington, Kentucky, in Fayette County at Northern Elementary School. Wendy is one of those educators who just can't get enough of, well, kids and being with students. So go figure. Her wide range of experience in all of her different roles allows her to look at teaching and learning from a lot of different angles and to easily identify gaps and problems and to recognize viable solutions. So in the spring of 2020, she was definitely searching for some solutions. That's definitely true. We thought we were going to be in for like a couple of days or then maybe a week and not, you know, realize that we were not coming back. Right. So a third of my population is either Hispanic or Swahili, they speak different languages. We have African students, whatever. So one of my English language learning teachers introduced talking points. I had never heard of it. As a teacher, I, did, I never even used any type of you know, communication tool, except for picking up a phone, email or whatever. And it was so funny because I was thinking when I first started teaching, I used notebook paper and a folder with brads. That was my communication tool. I sent it home every day and Mm -hmm. like, look at me now. (laughs) All the little notes, the notes in the backpack. Oh my gosh, they could fill a landfill, right? Exactly. And sometimes never made it home. So we've come a long way since. And you're going to tell us about talking points. Yes. Okay. So Talking Points, um, first of all, as a nonprofit organization, um, this is an app that as educators that you can use for free. Y'all hear me? Free. We love the free. Most important part. Yeah, it's free. (laughs) Um, But it's a tool that 
you know, to communicate with your families. And like I said, I have three different languages um, in my classroom. And so I'm able to send a message to my families immediately in my language, in English, and then they can get it in their language. Um, And so it's, you know, everybody has a cell phone. And we text. And this is just a quick way to send a message to families, no more than 600 characters. You can send videos, you can send PDF. So I send any way I communicate, I can send it. I can, you know, show the kids pictures as well when we do things in the classroom or if I, you know, capture a wonderful moment, I send those pictures as well to families. I love that. So like you could sent you could take a picture of the kids working on their project or doing their little presentation and send it to the whole class all in one or you could send something to an individual parent exactly exactly okay and say again you have students from from multiple that speak multiple languages in their homes and it translates automatically it translates automatically and i know according to talking points i have over a hundred different languages it mm-hmm. has definitely made a difference in my communication with my families. I'll bet. So, and then they can text back to you and it will translate back into English for you. Exactly. And the other thing I forgot to tell you is I am in a dual language class. I want to make sure you caught the details here. Talking Points actually translates text messaging back and forth in 125 different languages instantly. Families select their home language of choice and an instant or pre-scheduled message arrives in their home language from teacher, school, and even district level, if your district uses the app. This is such an equity boost for families because the current stats are that one in every four children is born to parents who were not born in the United States. And by 2030, there are projected to be 30 million students in the U.S. whose parents were not born here and very likely don't speak English as a first language, if at all. We can't teach our students to become global citizens if we're not modeling it. Plus, you guys, Talking Points is free. So this is amazing because if I'm understanding you, you didn't really have any kind of tool that you were using prior to this. You went straight from the total analog of sending notes home to like full on talking points, translatable text. Yeah. Sometimes if I had to, well, we have translators in our district, so we would have to pay them to translate documents or there's always a teacher that, you know, spoke because we would translate, we translate a lot of our documents in the home language. Most, most of our students are Spanish, but we do, like I said, Portuguese and, um, some other languages as well. But when we send school-wide documents home, we always send it in English and Spanish okay. um, or Portuguese or Swahili. It's very diverse population. Oh, very. In Lexington, it's a very, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how many different languages and countries, but it is very diverse. We have a lot of refugees. And so somebody from your district found Talking Points. Did you consider any other options? Because there are some other tools like this out yeah. there right now. I just... You know, took it upon myself, especially since, you know, we were getting ready to go home and I was going to have to communicate, you know, more often with some type of device. And I know I have sent text messages and I would mess up and send it at the wrong peak. I mean, it was just, you know, sending individual texts to and, I, and at that time I had four, two classes because I had a fourth grade class and a fifth grade class. So I had over 40 students and it was mm-hmm. just 
it was cumbersome. It was just too much. So, so the app you up like you upload your student roster into yeah. the app. Yes, there. So you upload their their first and last name, their parents' name, their language. You can uh, also denote if they are ELL. Um, so and it's very simple. They give you like an Excel or a, a spreadsheet that you can actually put your information in and you just click and it just boop. Yeah, so <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. It just says it, it's so simple. I know because I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning you sitting there with your phone, like typing all this info in. As an administrator, I can just say, share it with me. And then I could, I was sending information to my summer um, school students as well. Wow. Yeah. It's what amazing. a find. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like you have a second life now that they've oh, yeah. given you oh, so yeah. much time back? Oh, yes, definitely. So talk about, let's talk about the outcomes and how this has changed your life. Um, what have you been able to achieve with your students and just relationships with parents? First of all, it is, it's an immediate tool. You know, if I have students that I have to get to their families immediately, say there's a behavior issue, my parents are where, you know, because I've been using the tool all school year, especially this year, uh, well, and last year as well, um, I would just send a little sentence in text and immediately I got a phone call or a parent is in the building. Um, during COVID, I can say that um, when, when I first started the second year using talking points, I have to, I pulled up my data because I can, you can pull up an analysis of what you use. So the very first year that I used it, I sent 346 direct messages to individual families. I had 154 parents. So I sent it to grandparents, parents. In 2021, which we were pretty much in online until February, I sent 4,122 direct messages to all my 154 students and 779 announcements to like the whole fourth grade, fifth grade. And then this past year, I sent 1,409 direct messages to my, I had 28 students, I had less students this year and 320 messages. So this tool is amazing with Zoom because for two years, I had a hundred percent parent conference attendance, one hundred percent. Two years, twice oh in the year. My gosh! Yes. Say that again, just in yes. case somebody missed yes. it. Exactly, a hundred percent parent conference attendance. This year, I gave the parents an option: you can come in or you can zoom. And most, I did. 50, it was fifty-fifty. Nobody turned me down. In the past, it'd be crickets. You would not yeah. hear from families. I would send a text message to say, okay, it's, you know, you're getting up. I would send it like at 6.30, wake up. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> and then if parents, um, if kids didn't show up, I would immediately, you know, send um, a message. Because I had my cell phone, I had an iPad and two computers. And I had 100% probably 98% of the time. I mean, if a kid was out, it was because they were going to the doctor and then immediately they would come back on Zoom. The same thing during the school year. Um, if a kid was out, they would, parent would send me a message. I would send that exact message to the secretary. That would be their absent note for the day. Um, but my attendance was amazing. And I know that it was amazing because my peer teachers would say, well, in the afternoon, because we would take a break and lunch, the afternoon kids wouldn't come back. I didn't have that problem. Not at all. Wow. I do credit talking points 
and you know, I didn't really have any parents complain and say like, gosh, she sends too many messages. They loved it. So, I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. And the yeah. kids, there was no way that they could feel invisible exactly. during that time. Right. Yeah, so not at all. now that, but now that you're back in school, same thing, right. You're able yes. to keep tabs. Like I can imagine you're sending something home and you want to make sure the parent sees it. You send a picture of the PDF and you say, this is coming home today. Yes. Make sure That's you exactly get what it I do. from your mm-hmm. kiddos or it needs a signature or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love the reminder part. Like, like you said, you can schedule. So I would get, so what I did is I scheduled these messages. So I wouldn't have to like do it every morning. I scheduled them. And then every morning they just, you know, I would do a different message. And then, um, being online, we would sing and I had like a good morning song I would sing to my kids and they could not wait for me to sing this song. Even when I got back to school, they're like, okay, are you going to sing the song? What was the song? Were you singing to us? It was good morning. Good morning. I love you. Good morning. Good morning. I love you. It's time for school. It's time for school. Wake up children. Wipe your drool. Good morning. Good morning. I love you. Every person listening right now is wishing that you had been their fifth grade teacher. I love it so much. What's happened with families? How has parent involvement increased? Well, you know, I think during COVID, I learned as a teacher that I'm not invading your privacy because I was in your bedroom or I was in your kitchen. And so because of that time period, you know, parents, I think are, they're becoming comfortable because one, they were the parent, the parents were the teachers. They understood exactly what educators are going through. And so getting a phone call, getting a text, you know, my families knew especially during COVID that I I would, you know, contact them or they can contact me anytime. There'd be many times that I would get a message from a parent on talking points and say, you know, um, you know, Wendy doesn't understand this problem or can you help me out with this? And so I would text back, get on the Zoom link, you know, and I'll work it out. And then there were times that students, you know, did not want to do their work. A lot of students want to do their work. So I would send messages to parents and say, you know, these children, and I could send like the same message to multiple parents because you can click, you can use it online or on your phone. And so I was able just, I mean, just quick and fast communication. It was not overwhelming. So you can use it from your computer or from your cell phone, either one is what I heard you say. And with, I, I just remember that it was just this growing list of, of to, that went on my to-do list. Like these are all the communications I need to take care of at the end of class or at the end of the day. And you don't have that because you can just do it right away, just right, right. then and there. Right. Right. I mean, when I'm thinking about it, I can do it and then I can schedule it for whenever I want to send it out to my families. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like parents are more involved? I mean, they know what's going on with their kids, right? I mean, you know, my family, my my students became my family and especially my fifth graders because I, I had them as fourth graders and as fifth graders. I was able to loop with them because of COVID and because they were in the Spanish immersion program. So they knew when I got a new dog, I would show pictures. They knew, I mean, my kids were even in my wedding. I had six of them to show up and they were the bell ringers. The bride is telling me. Oh my so, God. I mean, they, they, they knew everything. And this is the thing that I like about talking points. When I'm speaking on the video, it translates. And in, in, so there's like a closed caption okay. that a parent could see what I'm saying. 
Because a student, when they get on talking points, like when they download the app, they can select their language of preference. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Okay. You said that it took you kind of a, a, a little while to figure out all the features and how to use them. Did you receive any kind of training from talking points or are there tutorials available? There are, there are videos and tutorials, okay. it, but it's not that difficult. I mean, because we all text. So you know how to, mm-hmm. so the most important, the most difficult thing was putting in the students, which is not really difficult. Most of us have some type of file with our kids' names and everything on it. You can just copy paste and then put it and put it on that document that they give you and then click a button, click a button, and it just automatically uploads. And then you can see each child individually. Wendy said that Talking Points has recently added a feature that flags invalid numbers so that if a family or student's contact information changes, you can make sure it gets updated in a timely manner. That way, nobody is out of the loop or falling through any cracks. Although, there's no chance of that with Wendy's students. I did home visits. I remember during COVID when somebody didn't, you know, respond to me. I knocked on the door. Hello. Hi. You know, and so the parent was like, okay, I don't want to come see me. I'm going to mess you. You get any pushback from parents at the beginning when you said, I need you to download this communication app? Well, this is the thing. They can download the app. They don't have to. They can just use regular, you know, uh, SEM messages. Okay. Um, So they can just use their regular texting or they can use the app. The app is better because you get more features. Because see, my son, uh, my son's in high school. At the, you know, in, in Lexington and they, the high school uses it as well. So I see both sides of it. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't have to worry about getting compliance from the parents because, you know, because I can see like, oh, you know, only half of my parents have actually downloaded the app. So I can't communicate with the other half, but no, you, all you have to have is their phone number. Exactly. Okay. And then you were talking earlier about the tracking that you were able to do in the reporting. You know how many messages you sent out. I'm wondering, are you able to tag the kind of messages? They don't have that feature far as that, but it tells you how many direct messages you can create. Like, say, for instance, I am going into a special ed referral and I need information or any type of referral. I can document I can pull out that student's information and, you know, I could probably hand, you know, this is what I did for that individual child. I'm a school that's a title one school. So we have to three times a year document how many times we communicate with parents. So all I do is get on the app, click on the time frame, and then I put those numbers into the document that I have to use for the district. Very simple. My guess is that those kind of numbers really exceed expectations. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Because nobody, nobody else is communicating that many times without some kind of technology tool. I got a message from them that said that I am the highest using teacher in the state of Kentucky. <laughs> I'm like, no way. You're Which lying. is why we're talking to you. <laughs> right. And then and then I pulled up my data and I'm like, yeah, I think so. I mean, this is the most that I have talked to families in all my 26 years. But it was so easy. It, it wasn't overwhelming. I mean, it was, you know, individual or group messages that you couldn't. And originally, you could only send 300 characters and then they upped it to 600 characters. So it's not an over because as a parent, I don't have time to read a lot. Of yeah. Them. Yeah. I need it quick and dirty. <laughs> give me the good stuff right now. You know, give me a picture. It's so simple and it's user friendly and it's what our parents are doing and using right now. Does it let you create templated message? So I know that okay. I'm going to be sending 
pretty much this same message to six different parents, but I don't want to send it in a group. I want each one of them to be an individual message. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can create your own template or they've got some templates within talking points as well that you can use. And what have you heard from parents? Have you had parents say, I love how in touch I am. I, I like getting these. Oh, yeah. Messages. I mean, um, to you? Yeah, because um, this is the funny thing, you know, my, my family's always send me positive messages. Like I really appreciate, you know, you, you know, contacting me or letting me know, but this summer to get positive messages from families, I had so many messages from families saying, thank you for you know caring about my child or thank you for showing appreciation or checking in on us all the time. And, you know, that just warmed my heart because again, I don't have a relationship with those parents because I just was just sending messages to inform them like the classroom teachers did. Yeah. Wendy, I'm wondering if you have a favorite success story where you feel like talking points was really instrumental in um, supporting a student or a family in some way that was crucial. Well, I have so many. There was this, I have a student, I have a family that their, their child um, has not been diagnosed as ADHD, but the families are aware of it. But for years, they haven't done anything. And so I send, you know, messages like, you know, this child is, you know, having issues. He's, you know, interrupting the class. Um, and so I really feel like because I was able to send small messages and then the, the parent would send these big, long messages. I'm like, oh, no, I got to pick up the phone. So I was able to call. But, you know, just constantly, you know, sending messages with families. You know, th- this child, um, you know, things are different now because the diagnosis was, you know, he the parents were able to like, OK, I see you're sending these messages all the time. I, we've got to do something about this. Um, and then I had, um, you know, students that moved to Mexico for a couple of months because they had to do something with their family. Um, you know, coming the, the, the child didn't feel like he or she was, you know, missing anything because they stayed on my roster and I sent messages so they knew exactly what to do. You know, the parent would, you know, do the same things. Like we did a homework journal. I would have them read a book and then um, they would just, you know, write, you know, what they learned from this, from the story, just to help the students with just this writing, handwriting, because we don't handwrite anymore. Um, but just staying in contact and parents knowing exactly what's going on. Um, And then, like, again, the pictures, the videos, you know, my students have never been to California, but they can say they've seen the ocean because I was able to send a a video of me standing in front of the ocean, uh, picking up rocks that I was able to give to them when I when I came back. I had a little student, um, his mom would, she always sent me messages like, oh, you're such an inspiration because my son did this because he learned this in your classroom. I felt like my families were well informed in what's going on and they knew exactly where their child was academically. I can communicate with their families as if the family was sitting right in front of me. Yeah. And no, things aren't falling through the cracks and kids aren't falling through the cracks. And I can imagine the story you shared about the student with ADHD, that how much more immediate and what a greater impact it would have to Mm -hmm. like, Okay, so three out of five days, I'm getting a message saying that you're struggling versus at the end of a quarter, I come into a student teacher conference and you tell me that he's struggling a lot, right? Like I'm not getting the understanding or the volume. Yes. 
versus the the consistent messaging, I think, is probably so helpful. I'm wondering if you've noticed any academic impact just due to the fact that kids can't get away with not turning their homework in. They can't get away with not doing their best work because you're going to be. Yeah. So I really wanted our students to do better in writing. And we have um, a short, like short answers that they have to write. So in January, I started the students with this journal, which is very small. Mm -hmm. I mean, very small. So they would read 20 minutes and then I gave them um, 20 different questions that they can answer um, either fiction or nonfiction. And so they would do four of those a week, um, one a night. So it would take them 20, 30 minutes to do read and then write. And then on Fridays, I would grade them. And so um, on Fridays, students would have a silent time that they could read the book of their choice for 30 minutes. So I would take that 30 minutes and then I would read what they wrote um, and I would give feedback and then immediately put the, the data into my computer and say, you know, here's the grade. So I knew exactly who had their work done, who did not have their work done. I would send a message to the families. It got, you know, probably 90 percent of the students because there are some students that just mm, just didn't want to do work. But at least the families were aware. And so when it was time for report cards, it wasn't a secret. They were aware every Friday I was going to put in their you know, weekly grade. So basically, when we would have these meetings, I didn't really have to talk more than 15 minutes. And so I think that's another reason why I was able to do for two weeks and I was able to get in the meetings for all 30 of the students in two weeks. Yeah. So um, that just speaks volumes. The fact that, you know, you were able to get families on board at 100 percent and no surprise. Twice a year. (laughs) I mean, you really should get some kind of award for that or a crown. I mean, a crown would be great. Um, who would you recommend this resource to? Because it's free, right? So whole districts can use it. But yeah. even if there's just a single individual teacher yes. listening, thinking, I don't have to go to my administrator and talk them into letting me buy this or letting me use it. I can exactly. just get it right now and start exactly. using it, right? Exactly. Yes. Like I said, this is a game changer. I mean, you can communicate with your families and the best part is making sure that you are sending those pictures, those videos. You know, you, you can share a little bit of your day with your families. Is that but your favorite part? Yeah, it is. It really is. It really is. But, you know, I really creating a collaborative classroom. Again, you want every one of your students to feel like they belong mm-hmm. and their families belong. I mean, I'm in a low socioeconomic, you know, 80 some percent of our students are free and reduced. So, you know, so this, this can work for any school, any yeah. level. Because it's um, really about teamwork. I just got, look, I just got a text message from my store. Hi, Michelle, I oh, miss you. I love it. <laughs> Get started with this amazing time-saving community building app today by visiting us at edcuration.com and searching Talking Points. Talking Points instantly translates text messages into 125 different languages, giving families the ability to select their language of choice for all school-to-family communications, and vice versa, whether at the classroom, school, or district level. Game changer is the term used by every educator we've heard from when talking about talking points. And in case you didn't catch it during the episode, talking points is free. 
as is Ed Curation, where you can find amazing resources like Talking Points to fill all the gaps and meet all of your instructional needs for all of your students. And just like Talking Points, it's easy and time-saving. Good morning, good morning, I love you. Good morning, good morning, I love you. It's time for school, it's time for school. Wake up, children. Wipe your drool. Good morning. Good morning. I love you. In addition to all of the curated evidence-based materials, you'll find professional learning explorations with classroom resources, webinars, and our blog, and of course, all the other episodes of the Ed Curation podcast, where we reshape learning. Visit us today at edcuration.com and tune in again next week.